Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nanny, uh, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. <laughs> this is your host, Martha Tyler, and this week we are going to be talking about the Babysitter's Club, and to do that, I have brought on my own Babysitter's Club, um, and I'm going to let everyone introduce themselves. I'll go first. My name's Martha Tyler. Um, I am kind of a, I'm definitely a Marianne. Um, and then I've got a lot of Christy in there as well, especially as I lead this recording, putting on my Christy hat very hard, <laughs> my red uh, visor. <laughs> I should have worn a red visor. I don't have one. Um, but I do have a green one. Uh, okay, great. So next up, Leah Fryers. Hi, I'm Leah Fryers. <laughs> I am a total Dawn. Mm-hmm. Her life yeah. is my life. It's very weird. And I live in LA now. So, you know, just full circle. Yes, yes, yes. Kate. Hi, I'm Kate Birch. And I I think uh, my personality is Marianne, but I have a Christy boss brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah, Simone. Hi, um, I'm Simone Watkins. And I am definitely a Stacy. Mm-hmm. Um, her style, her etiquette. Yes, and I love like all of your pictures of your fashion. You are a fashion icon in my world. And Taryn. Hi, I'm Taryn. Uh, I think I'm actually a pretty good cross between Marianne and Christy. Like, I think I would like to pretend I'm not as much like Christy as I probably am. Uh, but yeah, I definitely, I don't, I like, I don't like confrontation, but I also like really have a hard time not being in charge. So yes, I, the truth yeah. it's, it is also how I feel. Um, yeah. So, uh, when I proposed this idea, I really appreciated everyone's responses because everyone was like, yes, I want to do a podcast episode about this. I somewhat bullied you all into watching. (laughs) Classic Christy. Classic Christy. I was like a strong word. Yeah. But I, uh, I did send many text messages about this. This is true. This is both individually and on a text chat. So, um, 
everyone is nodding. Yeah, I think you you texted me for my updates on my progress through the series a few times. I did. I did definitely. I was like, what episode are you on? <laughs> Not to bother you, but um I really so one of the reasons that I, I want to talk about this is because um it really, really, really moved me to watch this series. I grew up reading these books, um, both with my mom and then on my own. Um, and I still have like a giant bin full of them, which I will put that picture up on. Yes, please. Please do. <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, and it's like a hundred books in there. Um, and I loved them. And it was so amazing to read a book about young women running a business. Um, and I like, it just blew my mind that that could be a thing. And I remember like, I took a babysitting course at the local YMCA because I was like, I want to be a babysitter. <laughs> Does anyone else have experiences like that? Oh my gosh. I remember taking like a babysitter's court and like learning CPR and like, it's funny because the scene where um, Christy's like kind of coaching Dawn and going, what temperature, like those what you learned in the classes, like what do you do if they're choking? If they have a temperature, who should you call? Like what's the information you get before they leave? Blah, 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 just like all that stuff, like so many flashbacks. I can literally see the rec room I sat in to take these classes so clearly and my mom like picking me up. So Wait, it brought, like, maybe a lot it was the time. same one, Taryn. Was it at the Red Cross? <laughs> it might, no, no, it was it was at our, our like community center. Okay. It was at our community center. Did you take yeah. one at the Red Cross? I did, I took one at the Red Cross and I remember that a kid from my grade, a boy was in it, was taking it too. <gasps> and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but like, weirdly revolutionary right and we weren't like really friends but we were like both at the class and so we're like hey <laughs> what you did, doing? did you did you ever find out like was he there like because he wanted to be he did not have younger siblings so i am assuming that he was there because he wanted to be yeah a cash yeah. money millionaire i know yeah yes. yeah kate and simone what how, did you all take i that? didn't um, my, I'm from a really small town and we did not have anything like that available that I knew of, but I, my, I did babysit. I remember the first time I babysat, I was so excited because I'd always wanted to, and it was for my mom's coworker and I babysat her two little girls and I was only 11 and I was only like 11 and a half. I wasn't even like almost 12. And I remember being like, <laughs> I can't believe I'm being trusted to do this, but let's do it. And they leave the there house. we go. <laughs> oh yeah, they left the house. Okay. But my parents lived maybe like probably less than a mile away. So oh, okay. like, you know, they yeah. were I think they were the safeguard. Yeah. Yes. That's how you Simone. Yeah, I've never taken like a babysitter course, but similar, I've definitely always wanted to babysit. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I'm the youngest in my family, so like my sister would always babysit me and when I had my babysitter, I'm like, oh my God, like, this is the coolest job ever. I have to do this. And then I think the first time was when I was 13 and it was my little cousin. I'm like, yep, 
I'm built this for this. It. This is it. <laughs> I'm built for this. I was this made it. for this moment. Um, exactly. Yeah, I did a lot of like party babysitting. So like, you know, at, all the grownups were there, but like we were upstairs and I was like in charge. Yeah. Um, but I had no real power, but I My felt like I did. <laughs> my mom was a midwife That's what matters. so she oh, was yeah. just like constantly giving me clients <laughs> <laughs> that's great she would like deliver a baby and pass my card out <laughs> very <laughs> smart i mean networking that's like what you want you i had like so many fires. cousins right yeah 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 i was an only child so i was like but I did also, I grew up with babysitters, yeah. you know, like, mm -hmm. and so, cause all four of my parents worked. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I grew up with, with babysitters. Okay. So let's kind of like go through episode by episode because I've got I my love them so much. And we'll start with Christy's great idea. Um, so I, Actually, over Christmas, um, reread Christy's Great Idea just for funsies. Mm -hmm. um, when I was home, I like went and got it out of my big. Oh my gosh! And I also gave it. And Taryn, I still have your copy, so I gave a copy to Leah when oh. on like her last day of oh. uh, nannying for the family that we used to do play dates with, which Kate took over. Um, and so on the last day, I gave uh, Leah a, a graphic novel copy of The Babysitter's Club. And then I gave one to Taryn, which in the hubbub, Taryn forgot. And I still have never given to you. And I'm really sorry. And I also have your sweater. Um, <laughs> what, swe what sweater? Yellowstone Keep sweater it. from when you babysit for uh, yeah. one of my kids now. <laughs> Um, wow, I can't, this is like Christmas. I can't, I'm so excited for these gifts. I'm going to, I'm going to drop them off. <laughs> okay, <sorry. laughs> but yeah, and so, um, and so I loved that they like kept a lot of the heart mm -hmm. of the original novels, um, but then also like brought them into the 21st century or yeah, that's what century are we in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Good. I, I love that they modernized them. Um, but like the decorum essay, like mm -hmm. that's in the original Christie's yep. Great Idea. Um, and I I loved that. I also loved how they solved the phone problem. Oh my gosh, yes. In olden times phone. <laughs> that she got on the landline. landline. <laughs> and the fact that it was like Janine needs so much data and they bundle all that together. Best character. I, oh my gosh. I, yes. Like my two favorite characters are Janine and Karen. I was like, yes, the Oscar goes to Karen. And like I know we'll get to her, but I just remember like literally writing a couple times. Yes, Karen. Redeeming <laughs> that name for sure. Yeah, right? So people don't anything to complain about if someone complains about that karen's are getting a bad rap babysitters yes. club like look Baby, at that character she's awesome karen. just make your karen more like that karen yes. and it's less the like future the future karens will be better karen. we, should, we should make that meme like if you're be like this karen karen's awesome. <laughs> yes um i also really loved that the way that they wrote it kind of um, wove through a lot of things from a lot of different books, right? So it wasn't that they like stuck hard and fast with, like this information doesn't get revealed 
Ooh, it's storming. Oh. <laughs> Exciting. I don't know if the mic will pick up on that, but if you just heard thunder, that's because it's storming in Chicago. Um, and oh, it just happened here. Yep, same here. <laughs> Guys are I've been waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Leah. <laughs> yeah. what, if Leah what if Leah gets a thunderclap? <laughs> It hasn't rained here in 74. <laughs> um, yeah, but I loved, like, right from the bat, like, right from the jump, they, like, Christy's body image comment about the fact that, like, Stacy doesn't eat sugar. I loved that because we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to Stacy's episode. But, um, but I think that that's, like, a big part of why a lot of young women don't get diagnosed correctly um, mm -hmm. is because we assume that it has to do with their body image instead of like mm -hmm. something real. And I mean, not that body image is not real, but you know what I mean? Like right. that there's like a, yeah. a, a different problem going on. And a lot of times we're just like body image moving on <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. not okay. Something I really appreciated about Christy and this like just kind of goes to like the writing and how they created this character. Um, I just kind of loved that. I felt like she was probably one of, they were all complex characters, but I felt like Christy was someone who like, there were a lot of moments where you really did not like Christy. Yes. A lot of moments where you were like, yes, you're awesome. So I, I don't know. I think a lot of times this is complaint. I feel like a lot of women like thespians will have is that they don't write women and girls to kind of be like mean and villains and to like say nasty things and like do things that aren't like really nice. Um, and, and I, I by, especially by the end of the series, I really came to very much appreciate uh, mm -hmm. Christy's character. And yeah. I don't know, I think they did a really nice job of, of writing all of the girls, but like particularly Christy, I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and that her like, what I really admired was that all of her friends were really able to stand up for themselves around Christy, which like mm -hmm. uh, is hard and you don't see that a lot. <clears throat> so that was really cool. Especially that Claudia, when she was like, yeah. I rem I'm, I'm starting to remember why we stopped hanging out. I was like, oh, I know, <laughs> I know, but like Christy took it and I was like, Dude. yeah, yeah. And I while we're talking about Christy, this is like on a different note about her, but she looks like they could have pulled her from that and put her in the 1995 series. Like she's wearing <gasps> 90s clothes, like yes. the whole series. I was like, she just looks like she's in the 90s like mm -hmm. but it works yeah. for her yeah it does and yeah. i she looks so much like one of my dear friends growing up named rachel um like exactly like her growing up i'll ask wow. maybe i'll text rachel and ask if i can use a picture of her as a child but like <laughs> to the point that i was like what like yeah. she looks so much like her and yes she like pulled off the 90s clothes well and I yeah. I also thought it echoed like it was a smart costuming <clears throat> choice because it one highlighted that she doesn't care about fashion in the same way that mm -hmm. a lot of the other girls do and then two that she um comes from like a lower socioeconomic mm -hmm. background and so I think a lot of her clothes were hand-me-downs mm -hmm. or thrift oh. or whatever um leftover perhaps from the 90s I also really yeah. like that a lot of times when tom girl characters are written they can be actually like very like anti-girl anti-woman but mm -hmm. that is not how christy like she was 
so pro woman and like likes yeah. being a girl and like girls can do this and that. And sometimes I think characters or the way they write characters can get so caught up in like gender stereotypes and like that's yeah. all there is to someone. And just because someone doesn't want to quote unquote dress like a girl doesn't mean that they don't enjoy being a girl or enjoy right. being a woman or et cetera. Yeah. And I, just, I yeah. really liked that as well. In my own experience, I used to dress like that a lot and still do a little bit, but I would get made fun of by some mm -hmm. of my girlfriends, which is why I would hang out with boys, but they didn't ever, I mean, sometimes they did a little bit, but it wasn't to the extent of like, she felt bad and like, didn't want to hang out with them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No one was ever a bully to the point of no return. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the the thing that I admire about the show throughout is the um, the like makeup talks that they had, right? Mm -hmm. The like sorting it out, working yes. it through, especially with parents. Yes. Which I, I think, think it's important. Yeah. It's important oh. to show people fighting and making right. like poor decisions in a fight. Mm -hmm. Yes. How to turn around from that. Yeah. Yes. And even this episode, like the the end of it with the mom, like that conversation on the bed. One, I loved that it didn't necessarily start with the fight like that they had just had. It was about like a bigger, richer mm -hmm. thing. And uh, and then I also, I loved that they like by the end are laughing together. And, oh like, yeah. I love when she like, she tells Christy, she's like, you know, when Marianne like cries, you don't call her a baby, do you? And she's <laughs> like, yeah, I do. And she's like, oh. uh -huh. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Also, can we oh, talk Christy. about Watson's business talk with Christy? <laughs> I loved it so much. This poor man. I was like, it was also, I think, like a, a really fun like window into like blended families. And oh man, like Christy's got a pair. Like some of the stuff she said to Watson over the time, I felt for him. I was like, he's trying oh, so yeah. hard. He was really mean. <laughs> she was. But I loved how he was like, what's your plan? And she's like, da 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 da. And he's like, I just, I loved how quick it was. And I yeah. loved how he was like, it's She's like, yeah, we figured it all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also loved the drop-in of uh, boys can take care of kids too. Mm -hmm. um, and like how he's like, oh yeah, oh, of course. And But she was like, no, you gotta know this. Boys can take care of kids too. Yeah. Even though we don't have any in our babysitter's club, but. Right. <laughs> the door is always it. open. Yeah. Right off the bat, they the first conversation that you hear in that episode is Chrissy talking to Marianne about Thomas Jefferson and like all of that, you know, like, and how boys mm -hmm. are stuffing Kleenexes down their pants instead of paying attention. And it's just like, here we go right off the bat. <laughs> like she's the problem. If you're know? not yeah. into it, turn it off right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And I loved like throughout where she was like, a boy would never have to write that. Write this. Mm -hmm. And the mom's like, you're right. And I yeah. also loved how the mom was like, you don't have to cancel your plans when the boys like didn't even like think about it. Right. right. I did like that as well. And it was yeah. a very good point. Cause a lot of parents would have been like, oh yeah, great. And it's like, I was actually surprised that she wasn't like, one of you cancel your like 
plans whatever, but that wouldn't have gone with the story very well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have given her a great no. idea. <laughs> and then we would have never gotten to hear Lizzo. Exactly. That was literally the next note okay. I wrote down when that came on. I love it, but that song. <laughs> <laughs> but they picked a clip that it was okay. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Listen, there's a kids' bop version of like a lot of her hits, right? Sure. If you ever want to laugh, you should absolutely go listen to oh it. Oh, I heard, I heard the Lizzo Kids Bob. The, the lyrical choices are like. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I definitely will. They're very, totally very good. Show. Yeah, the Which, music was very good in that show. It was very I, good. I think so as well. The, the sound editing yeah. and like the choices. Yeah. Were, yeah. They did a great job. Yeah. I will say, though, I did miss the 1995 movies song oh yeah what was, I was that? a little surprised that they didn't have it oh it went like this babysitters club say hello to your friends people who care babysitters yes the friends are always there i just remember the brain the brain connected to the brain the brain the brain wait what's the baby in our lifetime, the Babysitters Club was a show before this. Like, yeah, they yes. tried on this HBO. before, right? And, right? And they yes. also did a movie. Yeah. And they also yeah. did a movie with. But it was a different, Knight. yeah, yeah, different cast. Different cast. Yeah, um, because I remember when we would we would get a free trial of the Disney Channel like a couple times a year, and that was the only time I ever got to see the Babysitters Club because it would, yeah. it, it would be on, uh, and I loved it. So good. Um, yeah, I did. I wish that they could have, like, I don't know, gotten the rights to just, like, using it a little bit, like, on an outro. Like, I didn't need it to be the theme song yeah. every episode, but I, I wish. And maybe they tried and they couldn't. Um, but I just, I missed it. I wanted yeah. that. Because that was, like, one of the best theme songs ever. I still, like, remember it really Yeah, well. they could have. They, they probably wanted more money it. for it. Or, that, like, yeah. that, that would be my guess. It's like, it was too much money. Yeah. Like, you got the name. You got the story. You want everything? <laughs> yes. I you do. can't have it. Christy <laughs> tells me I can have it all. Um, <laughs> and then also the last thing that I wrote down. Oh, wait, no, I have two more things. One, the clueless joke I really loved where she, oh, was, yeah. she wasn't totally clueless. But I also loved that you could tell that the actress um, did not understand that joke. Like, she didn't, like, sauce it on right. clueless the way that I think someone from our generation would have of, like, mm -hmm. I guess she's not totally clueless. She was just like, I guess she's not totally clueless. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, and then also... Remember when we were enthusiastic about answering the phone? Yes, I do all of them yeah. jumping for it. At least, or I, I do, yeah. yeah. Now I, I you know, avoid it like the plague. It's like, who's calling? What oh, do you yeah. want? Like, Why is anyone me a message. And I won't even listen to the message. I, I, like, I read the transcription of the message. Me too. And like, I decide what I'm gonna do next. <laughs> what has happened Same. to us, guys? No, robo We need to get landlines, that's it. Yes. Yeah. I kind of yeah. want a landline on It's because we know, you like, you didn't know who it was before, so you had to answer all the time. Right, and yeah, it, was an, right. it was a more excitement factor. It's like, now that we know, it's like... And what if it was someone calling you who was cute? <laughs> what if? Are you... Oh, man. Those were the days. <laughs> <Memory>. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> yeah, my parents can constantly are like, Martha, your voicemail box is full because I never listen to yeah. them. Yeah, all the time. Like, Same. this is never going to be a good thing, which brings us to Claudia and the Phantom Caller. Oh, wow. <laughs> Segway. Amazing. Segway well done. As the Phantom Caller. Yes. Um, I loved that. And I, I, I don't remember if Claudia was not great in school in the original series. Yeah. But I couldn't remember either. But it I, like kind of did so I I feel like there were like some problems. She wasn't the brainiac. I knew that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. From what I remember she what she did struggle. Okay. With, yeah, she did. with academics. Yes. Which by the way, as a teacher, I literally wanted to slap that teacher that was like, don't wanna fail again. First of all, lady, Here we you go. should not be like broadcasting a student's individual personal business and grades to the rest of the class in earshot. Second of all, if you have a student that is perpetually and consistently failing and you That's haven't figured fault. out a way to like, to, what is that telling you about your teaching? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different response. Yes, Period. yes, yes. Period. Don't let that be my child. I would be up at school like, no, you did not say that to my kid. Oh, so yeah, I just as a teacher that like it like it made me mad. It really disheartened because like I was someone who felt like I wasn't good at math for like many moons. But it wasn't that I wasn't good at math. I just needed to try a little harder and needed some encouragement. And I never got that and just accepted that like I wasn't good at it. Right. Yep. And, same, and same. I love that Claudia tells her parents this. In that, isn't that in this episode? She's yes, like, yes. listen, I'm an artist. <laughs> yes. Let me be free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that it highlighted, like, showing that there are other smarts besides yes. book smarts. Yep. Yes. That, that's okay. Yeah. And I think that that's so important for kids to hear, but I also think it's even more important for parents to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because holding, especially because Janine is, mm. she is like that science math brain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like she holds facts in her brain and she like knows all this like stuff. And I loved like the trivial pursuit where she was like, you don't know this. This is art. This is supposed to be your thing. And she's like, that's not what art is. Yeah. Like art is feelings and yes. you don't feel anything. And I loved that because like, those are also really important. Emotional mm-hmm. intelligence is also so important. So important. Something the, da- the dad kept saying, he was like, this isn't elementary school. It's going on your permanent record. I remember like that being a thing, like saying that to myself or like, you know, it's not for pretending anymore. Like now, it matters and something I feel like this pandemic I've like been able to point out to a lot of parents you're worried about your kid being behind behind what these arbitrary like settings that we've set like it doesn't matter if your kid learns how to read in the first grade or the fifth grade when they're an adult if they still know how to read yay you know what I mean like it's like there it's all arbitrary and like I and again like funneling you have to go to college you have to do this like route when really there's no one way to success it can be like a lot of different places but i do feel like claudia is like i'm going to art school why do i need algebra <laughs> yeah yes and a I fair love point it. it is it's totally fair <laughs> point. she needs fair it so point. she can negotiate those art deals you gotta be a little yes. you gotta be a little bit <laughs> yeah but that's like straight up and down math not really algebra that's what well, yeah right yeah. I just, do i do i not know what algebra is guys oh you, no, you do you do it's like 
I guess because she's an artist. I'm an artist. <laughs> That's not even what I am. I'm in a class right now in grad school. But my one of my assignments was I had to show my work for finding the square root of a number that doesn't have a square root. Twenty nine was the number, and I had to like long divide out. And I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Or what? Like, <laughs> when, ha when has why? anyone ever had to show their work on something like that in the real world? Never. That's not I a do. math teacher. Yeah. Like, no. I wish people Never. would like more, like teachers should explain it that like, you're learning how to do all these processes to learn how to think, how to yes. like look at problems. If I feel like if you take that asset when I explain to parents like common core math, why are they making them do this? Blah, blah, blah. It's about the process. It's not about the answer. It's about right. how to think. Obviously, you're going to have a calculator in the real world. Yeah. Yes. Actually, you need to know how to do this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. But I thought I was at a point in my life where I could forget it all. And apparently, I'm not. So, no, I. Well, it's your fault to go you how back to, do to that. school. You're right. You're right. What do you find? I'm going to Google that later. I mean, I knew it started with five. It was five. I guess that's true. Because I memorized it. Because I was like, once I figure this out, I'm never letting go of this fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, love Janine. Let's talk about her for a little while. Oh my gosh. Even when she was mean, I still loved her. I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I think like what was so like endearing about her is that like she like that she's so like black and white. Like you can totally tell like how she thinks, how she talks. And so she, what if things are, I don't understand. <laughs> like, especially when she was like, I've been reading about how we should deal with her grades and like what they, what they say for like how to deal with children. And Claudia's like, like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the only way she, like that's how she shows she cares. Like, and yeah. like she, she really is trying to help. And that's like the only way, like I found that character so endearing and yeah. Yeah. Also, that she was able to rig her door to close with like the oh my gosh. Yes. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Um, and that she corrects grammar on Reddit. That's like <laughs> I did not miss that comment, which is yeah. I was dying. I was like, yep, there are petty oh, people God. on Reddit. Yeah. So <laughs> Thanks for yes. calling out, Janine. <laughs> um, I also my my one thing that I wish that I guess it's not just one but one of the things I wish that they had done slightly differently is I I do wish that Trevor had asked consent before he kissed um oh, yeah. Claudia I yeah. just like I think it would have been just a really easy moment of like can I kiss you yeah she says yes they kiss I do not think it would have taken away any of the romantic nature mm -hmm. of that I think it would have improved it just one small critique <laughs> That's, I mean, but that's like a good, that's a really good critique. And, you know, it's something yeah. that is like so subtle, but like yeah. you want to plant in the mind of not only women, but men at a young age, like those are the expectations and that it's not yeah. weird to ask for consent. And yes. have you ever seen Now and Then? Yes. They have that moment in that movie. And I remember it because it's one of the cutest moments when Christina Ricci and Devin say, what, are sitting <laughs> on that bench. And she's like, can I kiss you? And she's like, what, what'd you say? It's like, can I kiss you? And it's so sweet. Yes. They could have turned it into a really beautiful moment. Yes. Opportunity. It was. Um, and then the Halloween Critique. costumes. 
Oh. I, I made a note of that. What was their budget and why are costumes in TV shows and movies? They make unrealistic expectations. They do. So unfair. They're so good. That Marie Antoinette. I know. Like, did they make them or? Uh, this just reminds me of the time I wanted to go as um, like a, a 50s poodle skirt girl and like just the execute my mom was not like she's a very creative person but like not that type of creative and then like there was another girl in my class who like i mean this is literally what her mom was like made for and it was like just this gorgeous big poodle skirt with like a really cute poodle sewn on there and i mean it was a gorgeous costume in fact i'm probably gonna go as a poodle skirt girl this year to like live Make that dream yeah but yeah <laughs> like not realistic costumes at all I do no. buy that Claudia could have made that costume. Sure. I do buy yeah, only one. Yeah, the birds. Yeah. Then yeah. again, I guess like Stacey's family would have been rich enough to just buy her that costume. So I, I guess I get that one. Also, like, is it a costume from a play that she did and like brought ah, right. you know, their producers? Maybe. maybe yeah, maybe. maybe. I could buy it. And we never saw any. Those were the only two, right? I think yeah. so. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Those were our, um, other than yeah. the chaperone. That was their budget. <laughs> that was their budget. Yeah. Spent yeah. it all on those two. Yes, $1,500 <laughs> for two costumes. <laughs> all done. But, um, but, yeah, but I also loved the chaperones. How it's just like, yes. I just they yeah. held hands. Like, they talked about their kids. Like I thought that that was Abby Jacobson at first, though, when she first, like, showed up, the art teacher, and I was like, ah! <laughs> I don't know who that is. Abby <laughs> Jacobson? From yeah. Broad City? Oh, yeah, I don't, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about the, it later! Okay, the director of several of these episodes also directed several episodes of Broad City. Oh, amazing. Oh, Excellent. I need to give it more of a chance. Anyway. Anyway. Um, and then I also, I really, and I, I believe that this was from the original book, but I loved the Phantom Caller is inside our own heads. Like oh. that imagery of like our own self doubt is actually like yeah. the serious thing. Mm -hmm. um, and also, I love, oh yeah. Oh no, 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 you first. Oh, I just, I loved that like the Marianne phone thing of she kept trying to call and it was like a blocked number. And <laughs> I just I love Marianne and I also I could relate so well to Marianne like I had parents that like I just they knew where I was at all times of mm -hmm. any day like I, my dad worked from home my mom stayed home with the, I couldn't get away with anything if there were any holes in the story time unaccounted for especially at that age mm -hmm. it wasn't happening so I, I just like I totally understood how Marion felt because like to other people it feels really overbearing but like you know that your parents are just like concerned and they're just trying to like be on top of it yes i really, I really felt also that dad was so well cast too yeah <laughs> okay so first of all the fact do any of you guys watch the good place yes yes, yes. like I immediately started laughing when I saw him. Like, actually, I thought a lot of the adult Sean. casting was done oh, incredibly yeah. well. Yes. And I really enjoyed, like, all the actors that they chose, mm -hmm. especially the witch next door. But yes, yeah. Esme. 
Um, yeah, I love Mark Evan Jackson. Um, that's the name of that actor. Mm -hmm. And I love him because he and his wife, um, I mean, I love him for a lot of reasons because I think he always adds, like, anytime he shows up in something, mm -hmm. usually, like, a smaller role and usually makes the scene better for being so in memorable. it. So mm memorable. -hmm. And then I also love him because he and his wife have a program in Detroit where I believe they're both from, but he's definitely from there, where they take improv into classrooms um, and uh, work with kids uh, that have, you know, different, like are flagged for whatever reason um, as, as having problems in school. And I'm putting quotes around problems in school, but they work with them um, through this improv program and it's amazing. Like, I love that. That's yeah. really nice. Just another reason to love him. Yeah, and he and uses a lot of his, like, star power to raise money for that. Um, he'll put on shows, and he got, like, Darcy from The Good Place, who plays Janet, uh, yeah. to be I in, like, an her. improv show with him. And the actress that plays Mindy Sinclair, they go way back. So she was also in, like... Yeah, she's so a I second city him. person. Yeah, near, and he near, is, too. Near Beth Monroe. Okay. Yeah. They both came up through that. Cool. Um, okay, Stacey's big secret. Ooh. Wow. Stacey. No. Um, this actually, the original novel, I looked this up, um, actually helped uh, young girls get diagnosed. Um, they saw like an uptick in, in proper diagnosis because Good. families better understood the symptoms. Um, I thought this whole episode, I, I thought they did like a really great job of modernizing everything, but like, I really felt like this episode beginning to end, they yeah. did like a great job of bringing the story like in to the 21st century and like mm -hmm. bringing up some topics like about like cyberbullying, bullying, bullying mm -hmm. um, eating disorders, like making assumptions about people's eating disorders, commenting on people are eating, uh, the mm -hmm. importance of like communicating like intentions, especially like with um, Stacy's like mom and her because I remember at the beginning of the episode I was like dude I was like what is like Stacy's mom so pretentious so caught up in the looks and then it's like no she was just a mom she's who saw her daughter yeah. go through something so horrifying and she's mm -hmm. trying in her own way to like prevent that from happening so yeah I thought it was I thought it was incredibly well done and I don't remember like I think that they did such a great job of of looking at it more whereas like in the older episodes and the movie even you know they like address it but it's very surface level whereas like they get into it they show you stuff which is like that's what you need to see sometimes you know you need to see like how they go through it how people who are sick you know deal so i liked that a lot yes and the managing symptoms so i actually was in um a musical about type 1 diabetes called Andy and the Beef that uh, Andy Rogers has been on an episode about type 1 diabetes. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it because it's very good. And Andy is incredible. He now works with kids. He was like, I, I want to say a biochem theater double major. And so writing this musical mm -hmm. about type 1 diabetes was his like thesis. And it's so informative and so like also like loving and and i learned so much from being it. i played his mom in it and um and it 
was just having been through that experience because we were joined on stage by um, a bunch of kids with type one diabetes at the end of the musical to sing the the last song, which was Walk for the Cure. Um, and uh, being around all of these kids who then like, anytime we took like a break, they were all like checking their glucose levels and like, uh, you know, being responsible with their snacks and all of this stuff, just watching them manage their symptoms, like five-year-olds was incredible. Um, yeah. And it was really nice to see it more deeply explored in this of like, when I feel lightheaded, I have to like have juice on me at all times. I have mm -hmm. to like manage my symptoms. Yeah. I really loved how, and when she was explaining to the parents about like what happened, when Charlotte's mom, the endocrinologist, mm -hmm. I was like, yes, like way to show how to advocate for yeah. other people to like use your privilege, your like as an adult, she used her privilege and as a doctor to be like, did you know I noticed your pump like from the first time I met you? And like, she's more mature than kids her age because she has to manage her system. Right. Mm -hmm. and watch yeah. her do it. I was like, yeah. Yes. Also, I want uh, that daughter, I can't remember her name, but the endocrinologist's daughter. Charlotte. 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 Charlotte, thank you. I want Charlotte saying, I'm going to make a jewelry as my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved how she said, oh, I'm going to make a jewelry. Make a jewelry. Uh, <laughs> and when they were having a confrontation with the girl from the agency in the park, and she's like, I can't have the balloon. Am I bad? Yeah, am I bad? And she's like, oh, fine, here you go. Advertise for the other kids. Why don't you? Oh my it's God, that, oh, it's so, that was like, but that's so like, isn't that like nannying? You have to like, that everything you do is so important. Yep. Like, yes. If you're about to make a decision that's gonna send like the wrong message, you have to like undo. A lot of yes. game time decisions, which, by yes. the way, those snotty girls of the school. agency. Like, Come on. You First of all, what's their marketing budget? <laughs> Another budgeting question. <laughs> and second of all, they Class know who's the treasurer of this That's for real. <laughs> Not cool. Also, I wrote down for that episode, like, if if I had employed an agency and they let my kid literally play in traffic, I come on, that ruins all credibility. You don't need to do anything else. You're done. Yes. And have and your had boyfriend a over. Uh, that a doesn't boy. rhyme, sir. <laughs> Still so polite. Still I did so want polite. him to, I did want him or somebody to be like, well, it was a slant rhyme. Um, the English teacher in me was like, well, technically that was a slant rhyme and we could talk about that, but this is not the time. <laughs> this is not the time. <laughs> not the time. <laughs> You're making a bigger point here. Yeah, but it is a slant rhyme. Um, I will give him that. It was not good, but it was a slant rhyme. Um, yeah, but I also loved the, like, the competition and the, like, agency which is from the original books too mm -hmm. um and i do agree with you taryn like as nannies there's so like i see all the time 
people putting up like pictures of a nanny like on her phone and being like look this nanny isn't paying attention and it's like you have no idea they're probably texting parents like pictures of the kids Mm -hmm. or like checking in about like i will text the parents like hey we're gonna be back in like 20 minutes because now we're all working from home and you know or some pictures or whatever whatever of like always like kind of being worried about that because not to say that like you never but first of all you never know who is watching but i remember one time the family i nannied for like the girl the uh, it was girls we always went to music class and whenever the parents could take them they would yada yada well one time they were out playing at the park on the weekend and a parent was like very complimentary of me to to the woman I worked for, but like that also works both ways. Like my parents, yeah. I saw your nanny doing blah 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 when you only have like a snapshot. I, I was always so cognizant of that, like not wanting to like be holding my phone in public yeah. like when I'm with the kids. Yeah, yep. but you have to because yeah. yeah, pictures, messages. Well, and I also started my first few families all had allergies, so I had to oh. always have my phone on me because. Right allergies because EpiPens do not solve the problem which was another slight miss opportunity in this I see time series it just buys you 15 minutes each pen buys you 15 minutes I'm going to say it until I die that EpiPens do are not a cure um and a lot of times they are advertised mm-hmm. as a cure and that's not true um I need so I gotta call 911 yeah. yeah you still need to call 911 even if you have an EpiPen um yeah, but I, I did, I really loved this episode. I loved um, Stacy's conversation with her mom. I loved that dad of like, <gasps> you gotta do that to my phone. And right. then he was like, yeah. I'm gonna go make dinner, bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can only show a little bit of emotion and then that's it. <laughs> Although I will say that I didn't really, um, I, I feel like, Every, and my mom is a, a type two diabetic, so she got it like way later mm-hmm. in life and because of like lifestyle choices. Uh, but I only growing up, I only ever knew one girl with type one, like juvenile diabetes, because she was diagnosed like super, super young, but she didn't have a pump. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was like a, a very like new concept to me. Like I didn't like know about that. I looked up like a little bit more about it, but so I really liked that they brought like that awareness to it too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that is a big decision when you are type one of like, do I want a pump or do I want to self-administer? And they both have pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I liked that they addressed that. And I loved that she like bedazzled her. Yes. And made it a fashion statement. Yes. Because she and is I, so fashionable. She is. I will say after that, I also didn't even really like notice it. I know. And she, right. and I and she was that visibly they wearing it, it on yeah. the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, like every once in a while, I'd be like, oh yeah, there's the pump again. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. A little beeper. Okay, which brings us to, I think my favorite episode. Classic Marianne. Okay. I know, but come <laughs> on. Yeah. Also really loved this episode up. too. Like, You're so I mean, really great mo- modernizing. I, I and also, I was really impressed and proud of the writers and everyone involved in the decision-making of the show for, like, deciding to broach 
a topic of like gender identity and transitioning and the choice for parents. Also, mm -hmm. I like literally the explanation that Dawn gave about like kind of like how right, Miriam to left think about it. Like I was like, first of all, I could have seen Leah giving that explanation. I feel like you've <laughs> given me explanations like that yes. before. Cause you know, you're like, you're just like, so, you know, Char, like this is what she told me. <gasps> like, it's fine. I've been exposed to it since I was a youngster, but I was just like incredibly impressed. And I think it was a perfect age appropriate way to like talk perfect. about it to young kids, bring it up. And like and for like little girls and boys that want to be babysitters, like for people growing up that want to be babysitters, you're gonna run into this stuff. Like, yep. how do you handle it? How do you deal with it if you've never experienced it before? Yeah, so I thought that was great too. I did too. And also, they um, cast a, a trans little girl Aww. named uh, Kai Shapley. She's nine years old. Um, and she's an activist. And she is like amazing. Uh, I now follow her on Instagram. That's awesome. <laughs> she's an Instagram at nine? Yeah, they all these girls have Instagram. She's an actress. So yeah, yeah. she's an actress. Mm -hmm. um, brand. Yeah, I follow all of the Babysitters Club, which I am a little like I am following children. But yeah. <laughs> well, make that comment. How how old are they? Uh, like in real in real life. Like are they actually the age that they portray? I, I assume they're, they're all like they're around it. Fifteen, like sixteen. Yeah. They're fifteen? I was thinking well, like I mean, fourteen I, I, I or fifteen, know. but I don't know. Okay. I didn't look that up. 28-year-olds play high schoolers. So I know, any, it's weird. Anything's, but they're anything's just, possible. They just seem so innocent. <laughs> they do. Um, it's, it's they're good actors. gorgeous skin. They are. They're they really are. good. Yeah. Um, and I, I love, well, we haven't talked about her yet, but Mimi, like the first time I saw, in the first episode when I saw Mimi, like I got emotional because I just like remembered how she, how important she was like in the books. And like, I think that's where I like, kind of uh what's the word recognize myself in Marianne like I was always like close to like my friend's parents like Aww. I was like always like a little old soul and like seeing Marianne's like relationship with Mimi I was like oh my gosh and Aww. yeah and like when they're all kind of like berating her in the beginning about like not standing up for herself and stuff and as someone who was like I don't think I was quite like as shy as Marianne or like that I like that I felt that in me of like sometimes like I didn't always like advocate for myself and mm -hmm. like I felt like that was such an important storyline in this too. Yes, I completely oh. agree. And with her dad, like he needs more room in that home and she's unable to ask for it um, mm -hmm. without the help of her friends and then eventually Dawn um, and Dawn's mom um help her get that room but i totally identify with that of like it's it's incredibly hard to challenge your parents mm -hmm. as a child um, it is although so i just about died when she was like can i wear my hair differently and he's like wear wear your hair yeah. however you want i just only your mom only taught me how to do two braids <laughs> so that was the only thing i knew how to do and i was like that's such like a like, I feel like a dad thing. Like, I have this little yeah. girl, got a ton of hair. This is the only thing I know how to do. I've gotten really good at it. So, like, this is what we're doing. doing. that every day. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I but loved her 
shift in costuming. I loved that it wasn't like a completely Huge. different. Yeah. It was like subtle, but more grown. It was her same look, just like updated. It was yeah. like, she was just growing up, which is what it looked like. Yeah. Like she still looked like her. Yes. And when yeah. she put on those glasses, when oh she, and then I also loved um, the queer eye nod. That was in this episode. Yeah. 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 Oh, her room. Or was it in the next one? I can't remember. It might have oh, been. Yeah. Well, it might have been the next. Eh, it might have been the next one. I think it was the next one. Yeah. I felt like um, this episode had so much because it, it like touched on Don's dad, like that, like the parents divorced because like they came out, like yeah, and obviously the stuff with Bailey and yeah, I just felt like this episode had so many great life lessons in it. Yes. It really and, did. And seeing a glimpse into, I liked that you got to see Marianne's dad a little bit of like why he's holding on to so many things in order. Yeah. Like he kept her hair like that because that's what his wife taught him to do. And so Marianne was probably keeping her hair like that because she knew her dad was holding on to those things. Like the photo <laughs> of the Humpty Egg. Dumpty. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> really sad. And, and yeah. And I loved, I loved how he was like i don't know if you've noticed but it hasn't been easy like just like admitting that <laughs> he just is also such a good actor i, love I did write down <laughs> one quote from that episode oh, wow. that um marianne says like right after she tells her dad how she's feeling and then her that her friends were like bullying her she said, or she said, I heard somewhere that women want to express emotions, men want mm -hmm. to find solutions. And yes. then like right away, her dad called all of her friends, parents and Solution. was like, they're bullying. And then Marianne got in trouble for that. Like, yeah. 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 No, that was a really good one. Yeah. The quote I, no, go ahead. No, 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 you. <laughs> so the quote I wrote down from this episode was, it's not about you, Barb. Yes! Oh my God! Dead! That oh my God! Best. I loved that. That was the best. moment. Oh my gosh! Also, I really liked um, kind of like Dawn's like origin story. That I would also say that um, for her parents having you know, but she like knew a lot, but not too much. So like clearly, her parents had talked to her about like. We're getting divorced. Your father is gay. And because, you know, right. she's going to have a lot of questions. Did you always know? Or like, you know, and she kind of like very like casually, like kind of just went through her like whole history. But I loved yeah. that like her parent, her mom was like coming home to like regain some independence, go back to where she had support. Her father was like, clearly in like a happy um, marriage, being his like true authentic self. And mm -hmm. it was like, okay. She still was like talking to her father. Was that this episode or am I going further? I think I'm going the next one. But yeah, they, they tandem. Yeah, they do. They all run together. Yeah. But yes, I agree. I agree very, very much. Um, that I, I loved Dawn in this. Yeah. Yes. I love the setup of like, because this is something that I have experienced a lot as the Dawn in my life is like everything is so cool and so free and so groovy what when does the other shoe drop okay <laughs> it is yeah. that like that you find in the next episode of like her mom is very flighty like she's not a super super grounded person turns mm -hmm. out and dawn ends up having to kind of like grow up 
too quickly yeah. and like take care of her own mother and take care of herself in the meantime and all these kids that she's babysitting like so I did like that that you you see a little bit of like it's not totally chill and perfect and cool oh yes. another quote from that episode that you just remind me of that is um when Marion ran off from like the I don't know a witch's circle I, like new eve new moon whatever the thing was new she moon, ran off ceremony. Yeah. new moon ceremony. welcome ceremony ceremony <laughs> she was like don't you think i'm just like this big like crybaby ball bot and don very calmly was like i mean i don't but if that's what you think then who am i to tell you any different and i was like that is so key cuz how mm -hmm. you see yourself is the biggest part of the right. pie if that's how you see yourself yeah. then that is that's you that's what it and is and then she was like we don't have to go back i'm like oh yes we can go mm -hmm. talk over here yeah do anything you don't want to do yeah sounds such a good friend Ugh. he is and i loved how she was like i get it like that can be overwhelming like right. this and is not when marion runs validated. away and esme is like that's a scorpio if i ever saw one <laughs> Offended, not offended, but I was like, lots of Scorpios would be down. Okay, but also like not, not doing something that you didn't want to do. Like I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's actually a very good perspective. Yes, that's what I thought. Yes. Hi, this is Martha, your host. Um, this episode was actually too long for me to upload as one episode, so I have broken it into two, and the second part will be next week. So be on the lookout for next week's episode, which will be Babysitter's Club Part 2. Thanks for listening. Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.